0: Today is the third Sunday of Advent. We celebrate it as Gaudete Sunday. Gaudete, meaning rejoice. Advent is half over and the nativity of our Lord draws ever nearer. Today's readings have the theme of joy, hope, and good news the prophet Zephaniah urges us to shout for joy, O daughter Zion. Sing joyfully, O Israel. Be glad and exalt with all your heart. St. Paul, even as he sits in prison, not knowing whether he will be executed or released, exhorts us to rejoice in the Lord always. I shall say it again rejoice. Your kindness should be known to all. The Lord is near. Meanwhile, John the Baptist preached good news to the people because of the presence of the Lord in their midst. Our Savior is truly present in our lives in his church. That is a reason for the joy we sing of with Isaiah's words in the responsorial psalm. CRY OUT WITH JOY AND GLADNESS, FOR AMONG YOU IS THE GREAT AND HOLY ONE OF ISRAEL. WE CERTAINLY HAVE MUCH TO BE JOYFUL ABOUT AS A PEOPLE, AS A NATION, AND MOST SIGNIFICANTLY AS A CHURCH. IT IS A JOYFUL TIME OF THE YEAR, A TIME OF GIVING, A TIME OF SHARING, A TIME OF THANKFULLY RECEIVING CHRIST INTO OUR HEARTS. As Catholic Christians, we are blessed with the fullness of truth and the knowledge and belief that Christ is with us always. As our bishops stated in their recent document, the mystery of the Eucharist in the life of the church, as Christians, we know that we need Christ to be present in our lives. He is the very substance, as he reminded us unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Today's emphasis on joy and the presence of God, the coming of Christ into our midst, is timely as today we continue our year of the Eucharist and St. Joseph preaching series on the Mass with a focus on the real presence and the reception of Christ in the Eucharist. The truth of our Lord's real presence in the Eucharist is found throughout sacred scripture, the writings of the Holy Fathers, the papacy, and and our bishops, the entirety of the magisterium. It is precisely what the priest proclaims during Mass when when Father Brett will elevate the consecrated bread and wine saying, Behold the Lamb of God. Behold Him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. We reply by acknowledging our sinfulness and that we realize that we are not worthy to have Christ enter under our roof as in the words of the centurion in Matthew's gospel. As Christ answered that Roman's prayer by healing his servant, he responds to ours by offering himself for the forgiveness of our sins and giving to us his body and blood to nourish us during our journey from this life into the next. We need his presence in our lives. We cannot make it on our own. Pope Francis reminds us that the Eucharist is not a prize for the perfect, but a powerful medicine and nourishment for the weak. As we read in our catechism, this is why a mere remembering of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection would never be enough. We need to encounter him offering himself to us and to truly receive him present in the Eucharist through which he cleanses us of sin, strengthens us, and opens our eyes to his presence in the poor, unites us to himself and one another, and gives us a share in the very life of God. Just as Christ, through the action of his priest, transforms the bread and wine into his body and blood, so too this sacrament has the ability to transform us into his divine nature just as the deacon when preparing the gifts at the altar pours wine and a little water into the chalice and prays quietly by the mystery of this water and wine. May we come to share in the divinity of Christ who humbled himself to share in our humanity. It is through our reception of Christ in the real presence of the Eucharist that the brokenness of our humanity can be healed and we are able to share in his gift through our charitable love of God and neighbor with all of our heart, soul, and mind. As John the Baptist exhorts us to do in today's gospel by sharing our resources with the person who has none. As we come forward toward the altar together as church, we receive our Lord and the minister raises the host to each of us as a profession in faith of the real presence proclaiming the body of Christ. And we are called to acknowledge this truth by bowing our head in reverence to our Lord and respond in faith, amen, that is, I believe, What a great privilege we, as Catholic Christians, have received. Whether we receive our Lord body, blood, soul, and divinity in the hand or on the tongue, it should always be done with utmost reverence for receiving the Eucharist means adoring him whom we receive. Our Amen has a twofold meaning. We acknowledge in faith our Lord's Eucharistic presence, and we promise to become more Christ like as we go forth into the world. Pope St. John Paul reminds us in his encyclical Ecclesia de Eucharistia not only do we receive Christ in his fullness, but he also receives each of us. FOR WE BECOME PART OF HIM. ST. AUGUSTINE CALLS ON US TO BECOME WHAT WE CELEBRATE. AND AS THE DEACON sends US FORTH AFTER THE FINAL BLESSING, GO IN PEACE, GLORIFYING THE LORD BY YOUR LIFE. LET US ALWAYS REMEMBER THE GREAT GIFT WE HAVE BEEN GIVEN. OUR LORD COMES TO US in his real presence, his body, blood, soul, and divinity in the appearance of bread and wine. Now that is something to celebrate. That is why we are called to be a joyful people.